Armchair Guardians. As always, I'm Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, joined by my illustrious cast, crew, clanmates, fire team members. God, I hate these intros occasionally. Of uh, Nero Flames, a.k.a. Uh, Chris, and uh, Kirita. I keep pronouncing that right. I'm, 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 I'm saying that name correctly. It's just Kyria. I don't Kyria. know where Kyria came from. But, I don't know. No. Yeah, we I all just say go with it. Aka Brianna, and yes, welcome to Armchair Guardians, a podcast about Destiny for people that play Destiny about Destiny. Welcome. Hooray! We back. We back. I know oh, we said that last time, then took a week off, but we swear we have a good reason. <laughs> yeah, we were grinding. I was grinding like a motherfucker you for could two have weeks. Yeah, dude, you've, and grind you've and gone, grinded. You went over the edge with your grinding this I, time, Nero. But I, I did it, though. I, I, I did all the things. Did you, though? I'm almost done with all the triumphs, That's yeah. fair. That's just wrong. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's only two weeks into yeah. the season. All I have left is the ones that are time-locked, the ones that need people. Everything about that sentence is wrong. That's <laughs> too much destiny. The ones that need people. Yeah, that is too yeah. much destiny. Yeah, well, you know. What else am I going to do with my time? I, there are, there are Anything people. else? I, I mean, yeah, like, when you reach the point where you're, like, getting your characters through the entire game, then deleting them, and then remaking the exact same I have not character. done that. I have not okay. done that. He's not, he's not gone over it yet. That was a D1 thing. Okay, those people were nightmares. It's like, oh yeah, I'd lead my Titan again. What? That got, that, that got nerfed when Forsaken came out anyway. What do you mean it got nerfed? They made it so that way you couldn't get that many powerfuls of doing that. Oh. Well, I wasn't talking powerful. I was just saying people did that to kill time. Oh god, no. I'd rather do anything else. Yeah, that. that's so much worse. Come on, I, I even played through Katamari Damashi the past week. I, I, you know, I wasn't just playing Destiny. Come on. Still too that's much true. Destiny. I did tune into uh, one of his streams of Katamari Damashi. <laughs> Very impressive. He rolled four, then he rolled left, and then he rolled right. <laughs> and he did it with such style and grace. <sighs> yes. Yeah. And I rode the royal, rode the royal rainbow. Speaking of the royal rainbow, what have you two been up to this week in Destiny? Uh, obviously, we had the crypt open up. We had um, the season of the hunt kick off. Like, what's been the main focus of what you two have been up to in game? Sherping. Yeah, we're trying to get people through the raid, trying to learn it ourselves in order to teach it. It's a pretty complicated. Raid it's, teach it's, in some it's ways. One, it's one thing to learn how to do the raid. It's another thing to learn how to teach a raid. That, no, there's sure. two different skill sets. Yep. No, especially like yeah, you guys so have, did, what, two or three completions total at this point? Yeah, I have two. Yeah, yeah I'm at three yeah. now, but it's still slow going. No, I, still... I mean more like you're still mastering the raids yourself at that point. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yep. Like, it's not Scourge. We all could do it blindfolded and drunk and with a Thrashed, hand yeah. into our backs or something, yeah. We're getting late okay. in someone's case, but who knows? <laughs> <clears throat> Forever a legend. Uh, yeah, I, so I actually managed to spend a bunch of time in between now and then, because you guys went grind crazy to get raid ready, and we'll talk about the raid in a couple minutes. I, have you gotten to engage with, I guess, the rest of the season and kind of just slowly making your way through? Like, how much of yep. the Born in Darkness stuff have you gotten through, Kira? I know Nero's gotten through it because he plays 
way just way too much destiny, but on all three characters. Jesus. On all three characters. Yeah, I haven't honestly done that much. I mean, I feel like once the season started, there was so much content with like Crow coming in yeah. and then the uh the hunts coming up and then, you know, all the stasis stuff you're still working on. I just got like pretty much overwhelmed. I've tried to just kind of slowly work on things. My lament quest bugged. Oh, that so that's a big freaking bummer. The... Uh, so I ended up I ended up deleting it and now I can't get it back. You check the terminal? All the characters. All the characters. Yeah, ch- yeah, I think I have to log into my Titan and delete it off my Titan, even though I haven't logged into my Titan yet this season. Mm. But yeah, it's not at the terminal. Um so and then so now I'm focusing on trying to get Cloud Strike, uh just because I heard it's a DPS monster and it's great for the new raid boss. Um, yeah, I've, six hours. I'm kind of in the same boat you are. I've done a complete 180 from being like, yeah, maybe I'm kind of worried about how many bounty opportunities there are and stuff to do, and now I'm like, there's too many things to chase right now, and I love it, but also I hate it a little bit. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, my my, my instinct to optimize my activity in the game is getting in the way of me making meaningful progress, where it's like, okay, no, no, we have to do the strike stuff and those dumb missions at the same time because then it's not being efficient, but it's like, you don't actually have to do that, but I, yeah. Right, I'm, yeah, I'm, and I mean, at this point, since I'm not grinding for uh, raid readiness, like, I'm not really doing a lot of the weeklies, I'm not doing all the pinnacles. No, and that but, probably you know, helps a bunch, it, actually. Absolutely, but even for the crow, uh, you know, for the, the the lures, you know, having to grind out Gambit Strikes and Crucible just to get the lures is yeah. just like, uh, that I don't like. I don't like that economy so far. I think it's a little too much work. Well, so I guess we just want to dive into this, I guess. It sounds like kind of we're already dovetailing directly into our kind of destiny at broad speaks, kind of broad swipes conversations. Like, so we start to start off talking about the hunt? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I, so for those not familiar, uh, Prince Aldrin, a.k.a. The Crow, Just Crow, the, uh, the Forsaken, formerly known as Aldrin, now Crow, is the kind of new bounty giver for the season. It's how would you describe the activity that goes along with season of the hunt? Cause I like it, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Like it's, it's basically nightmare hunts almost kind of kind of a redux on those. Yeah. I think it's pretty similar. Yeah. I, yeah. So like at this point of recording, the activity kind of currently stands where you have the lore you charge it up, you put some mods into it, and you go hunting, and you do a quick kind of boss run. For those who haven't delved into it or are coming to this late and don't remember what we're talking about. Um, as someone who has way too much stuff to do and is still doing all the ritual stuff to get my weeklies done so I can get my get my light level up still, that loop's been okay on my part. Actually, I find it gets in my way where I kind of, okay, I do like three of something, go do that, three of something else, do that. Yeah, that's kind of, of how I've been handling it too is like get get a couple lures and then maybe go do them take a break trying not to burn myself out like i did on the first couple weeks of getting raid ready yeah i mean i just use it as the extra pinnacle for the week I've yeah and i mean all- i i do enjoy them i mean they're they're quick activities once you get the lore all charged up and the armor i think looks pretty freaking kick-ass so is there armor specifically from that, or is it just from the season pass? Season pass and from that. I think Hunter's got a little bit screwed. The cloak is cool looking. The warlock armor is just beautiful. Is it? I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. Got all the spiky bits in the right places. 
Spiky bits in the right places. That's a word to use. Okay, let's go with that. That's what it is. Um, like, it's cool, studded armor for a change. Like, it's weirdly the most kind of on theme of what this season's apparently about. Yeah. Which is hunting. I mean, I've since I've done everything from it, it's just... It's just your standard loop of do three strikes. Oh, guess what? I get a lure. I'm going to go to the Jangled Shore, do a five-minute mission. Oh, sweet, I'm done. That's what it is to me at this point. Sure. Yeah. Do it five times a week, and then free pinnacles and free mods. I haven't really delved much into the mod game of it lately. I want to make sure I got the triumphs done first, see what the community thinks is the best roles, sure. and go from there. Although the uh, Deafening Whisper, the grenade launcher... Beautiful with ambitious, ambitious assassin. Yeah, it's dumb. I, I think I got my first one. I can't remember what role I have though. I got with auto loader and I think surplus or something. It's a weird perk that I was digging on it. Uh, I think actually that might be the exact same one I got. Yeah, I, I've been pleasantly impressed with that thing. I wasn't a huge fan of what was it? Arter's retribution was that was the Saint fourteen one was called. Yep. This one seems punchier, I guess, or like the shot seems more predictable. I know it's the exact same last yeah, one, but it, I don't know. Something about it feels better. Because it's void, that's all. Maybe. But getting two breech-loaded grenades in one, in one magazine with that? Beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Plus it chains, so it doesn't go away as long as you keep getting your multi-kills with it. Nice. Beautiful. Oh, nice. Beautiful. I was abusing that in the raid last night uh, during Atrax. Yeah, that's so it. It just does work. No, yeah, and I think that maybe it's the perks that I'm liking this time around for it, or just kind of yeah. The the perks are a lot better than they were yeah. during the season of dawn. Yeah. But other than that, you know, then we found out yesterday, I believe, through a tweet through Bungie that Osiris and Say fourteen are together. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. So, yeah, so we were that, talking kind of actually while we were playing last night. Apparently they've been telegraphing that for a little bit, for a little while. Like, I didn't pick up on it in my perspective. It's cool. As long as the groundwork is there, I don't care. Just don't be pulling a blizzard and being like, this character's now this thing for the sake of inclusion. I'm like, that seems disingenuous to a bunch of people, but it's there. Awesome. Well, Drifter and Eris had a line of dialogue last season where they mentioned that uh, if I had... N- this is paraphrasing. I don't have the quote in front. Drifter is saying, at, talking about Osiris, if I had some, you know, Titan man, me, I wouldn't want him just climbing up that lighthouse. I want him climbing up my lighthouse. <laughs> and there's Air said, who says that they aren't? Hey, like it's I like, said, so long as the groundwork's been in the it, game, I got no objections it, to it. Yeah, that, that groundwork was yep. pretty, pretty laid bare right there. I am totally fine with this. So, so yeah, that finally got announced, which people have been speculating for a while, due to them having a brotherly love or a battlefield love. So they just expanded on that, I suppose. No, That's it, fun. In hindsight, it makes a lot of sense based on the descriptions and stuff like that, and why Saint would go hard and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to Mercury to find Osiris, and yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. And then Osiris going through multiple timelines trying to find Saint-14. Yeah. Come on. Come on. In hindsight, it enriches that story in a kind of a nice, refreshing way for Destiny, where he... Yeah, without that context, the whole Cyrus messing with time aspect of things for that entire season, a little weird and irresponsible, doesn't make it either of those less now. You're like, okay, I get it at least. Like, Yeah. 
This makes a little more sense in hindsight. I guess while we're delving into lore, um, what do you guys think of Crow's reveal? Like, that's a pretty big moment in Destiny. We finally have Aldrin back. We've learned that Pulled Pork's real name is Glint? Incorrect on that front. Hmm? Pulled Pork is what other Guardians called him. Sure. Crow renamed him Glint. Gotcha. So, same character, just... No, yeah, I, I, I was saying that apparently his actual name is Glint, not that, like, we've been... Yeah. His now official name is Glint. Yeah. His bonded name is Glint. His single name was Pulled Pork. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Crow put a ring on it. I. And then Spider put a bomb in it, so... Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> They're not different. They're not different. I, I sort of, yeah. No, I, I, I kind of love that whole lore dump we got. Like the whole cutscene with Osiris. The cutscene was nice. I liked Crow's entrance, but then Spider just spidering it out, being like, "Yo, you like my new pet guardian? I put a bomb in his coast, by the way." And I'm like, I, I knew you're my yeah, second favorite character in the game still. Can I say something? I've been seeing him on the subreddit since the season got released. People kept complaining that why was Crow on the moon when Spider had this line, if he if Crow wanders too far, he'll get blown up. People are thinking that line is about distance yeah, from I, him. Like, come on, it's clearly if he wanders too far back to being like Prince Aldrin or something like or that. Starts going dis- disagreed yeah, with I, Spider, yeah. Like, how do you mix that up as distance? I don't understand that. It's a choke collar, not a tether, yeah. I, yeah. People are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's. I'm always a fan of when the game kind of reminds you. I did this occasionally with. Spider's um, a dick. <laughs> yeah, like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Spider's helped us out, and by like on paper, all our interactions with Spider have been like gray market at worst. Then you have this moment where he's like, yeah, no, I have a straight up slave by my standards. Yeah, it's pretty twisted. Yeah, I. An, an infinitely resing slave. I. And there's a lot of, I think, implications that go into kind of that relationship. Like, some of the dialogue you get out of Crow and Spider when you're doing the hunts, I think, is... I thought the last season had a really kind of good kind of activity dialogue. I think the dialogue this season's on par with that, where they're definitely painting a interesting and dark and complicated narrative, where it's like, no, no, Crow gets this is messed up, but also Crow prior to this was, like, getting face shot by every guardian he met basically like this is what happens when like you have baggage and you have no idea what the fuck your baggage is well it's known he's died at least 14 times already it's yeah one of the lore that came out yeah no and that's, that's fun and that's nuts i think the implication for that too is that's like mostly guardian kills no, I believe that one's when he's fighting a witch i think maybe it, i think that's a couple of those but i also get the impression like Maybe it's not to death, but like guardians have not been good to Crow. Oh, I'm I'm willing to bet he got team killed a couple times. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, more of that as it unfolds. Obviously, like we're just barely into it. Yeah, we're only two weeks in. The guns for it look good. I like kind of the rough military thing they're going for with them. I mean, I've been abusing Corsair's wrath like a motherfucker. But Which one's that one? That's the linear fusion rifle. Yeah. First time I've been using one of those in a long time since Lion of the Sand. Yeah, it's not just Lion of the Sand. That's if I get a fresh firing line for that thing, I'd be real happy. Oh, that'd be 
beastly. Yeah. That's what I've been using to take care of the end boss and the raid for the um, pods that you shoot off. Mm. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Well, I guess, have we exhausted the hunt we feel? Do we have anything else we want to say about it? Here? Uh, nope, I don't think so. No, fair. <laughs> On to the, the big whammy of the week. Um, Deepstone Crypt. Obviously, we're coming to this a little bit late because we had a delay in the podcast. I've only gotten, what, two-thirds of the way through that thing, technically? Uh, three-fifths. All right, yeah, and you guys have done multiple clears now at this point. Um, We're going to talk some raid spoilers. We're going to talk some season spoilers after that because it's kind of impossible to talk about one versus the other, but holy shit, that's a cool raid. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, that I think that's my favorite raid in D2, both of available raids and not available raids. You don't want to play Garden? Everything I don't like about Garden is fixed <laughs> in this raid. <laughs> and I, all, I, I know Atrax is one of the hardest things in Destiny period right now, but it's very reminiscent of a lot of the stuff I liked in D1 where it's not about... It's like, okay, yeah, you have to do X amount of damage, but like the damage isn't the hard part. It's the execution and the timing and the tightness of the runs. Like it's The damage is kind of not superfluous, but it's like, no, no, we cap the damage so you can't just burn through this activity. You actually have to, you know, do the activity. Yeah, everyone's everyone is sus getting into the ejector pods. I... Yeah, I really like that mechanic. I think it's so fun. When we, uh, when we or Nero actually figured that out during our blind run, well, it so was let's a take it step fantastic. by step. It's like, well, let's, let's walk through the raid, if you will, because the intro is pretty good, like another nice cutscene. And then we have another sparrow section. Yeah. Sparrow sections for the birds. Another thing we never expected to see in another raid, ever. I love the sparrow section. I it's not for too. the birds. It's amazing. You're, I mean, but we, we, are, we are cheesing it yeah. right now. Yeah, so. of course we are. Cause it's, without, cause we'll... without the cheese, it really sucks. Kira, we did it legit day one. We, we, don't, ha- we don't have to do it legit ever again. <laughs> do it until ever they again. fix it. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a kind of difficult fix, though. It it is because it it's just how the how the buffs and the. I also don't think like the once they fix it will be that detrimental. Like we'll no, it's know, not. We'll know the path enough by then that it will be kind yeah. Of the, a, whatever the encounter is not that bad. There yeah. there are already maps of how to go through the entire thing. That's very true. Yeah, we did so it blind. It yeah. was we really did it in less than a half especially hour. when. Uh, Especially when you start to res yourself and you res back at the beginning start. rather than the third or fourth checkpoint that you might Yeah, that's the one thing they need to fix in that is just where you can res from. They shouldn't they shouldn't do that res on a proximity, they should do it at, at your last bubble checkpoint. Yeah. That would make a lot more sense. But that's just me. No, I agree. It's my it's, it was my occasional problem with Whisper where you get kind of pushed farther and farther back in that thing. And it's yeah. like this is bad. This doesn't feel I feel like good. for Whisper it kind of made sense just because it was a time trial and, like, why not make it punishing, but... That, that'd make it worse, but okay. Was, but it never felt consistent, <laughs> I guess. Like, it felt glitchy. That's true, it that. was, yeah, yeah, that's true. It wasn't and that's how it feels in this, It too. seemed random. Yeah, yeah I, I'm all for punishing. I, it's the... When it feels like, up, oh, you were kind of in the grand spectrum of this map closer to this point than this point, and you're like, but how? I was ten minutes past, and I'm like, ah, 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 you're not looking at the map in 4D. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. how this encounter works. There are a series of bubbles that will protect you in this encounter. There's, I believe, seven? That sounds about right, because Bungie's seven. 
Anyway, you're outside this bubble, you get a frostbite or frozen, whatever the buff is called, debuff. I think it's called you get to it's 10. frostbite, yeah. 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 You get to 10, you die. You have to make it from one bubble to the next without dying. Hooray. Also, there are fallen slow mines everywhere. They suck. And once, yeah. you get to a, once you get to a new bubble, there are ads there and purple sh- void shielded uh, captains that are beefy boys. That's fun. And at the very end of it, there are two brigs, yellow bar brigs, with more captains. Hooray! See, I honestly didn't even know that part, because I've never gotten there early enough to have to deal with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you haven't. <laughs> I've taken care of them, like, yeah. twice already. Well, and, like, just to work clear, we're not going to break down every mechanic of the raids. We're going to give you kind of an overview of this, and yeah. go watch some YouTube videos that break down in more detail, because seeing's one thing, us trying to explain how you do some of this stuff just will not work. It'll take forever. Yeah. They get so much complicated towards yeah. A-tracks. Just, yeah. Well, no, it's it's rare, I guess, since maybe even kind of since maybe even Vault of Class, maybe you think that they've brought in kind of the environment you're doing that zone in. Like, the fact that we have an encounter that's still maybe kind of technically not, but it feels like it's still that kind of crazy weather effect on Europa base. Like, it rolls in, and it's there. Like, I, it feels very... I don't know. Like, Lived in? It's what you'd want to have there for that raid. Yeah, I mean it's cool. You know, it's 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 foggy. You can't see shit. It's make just ups the difficulty. Yeah, it's the peak of hey, Europa's really cold. FYI, and apparently radioactive. What? Uh, one of the lore cards talks about how I guess Europa's radioactive because it's atmosphere or something weird like that. Eh, must have yeah. missed it. Yeah. No, yeah, so you go from that to it's inside, and what's the first encounter inside? That's the batteries, right? Se- security. Security, yeah. the yeah. security, yep. And this introduces the swapping of buffs mechanic for the yeah. raid, which is a whole thing. I've only been on the DPSing end of things, so I've not had to really engage with that, but at least from kind of a outside-looking-in perspective, I like that system a lot. I know it's I know it's complicated and kind of it's frustrating, but the fact that they have they've taken the crown lesson where you have this concept that runs through the entirety of the raid, and they give you a kind of an introductory crash course of okay, here's how this works. Here's the kind of the roles that go along with these two buffs, and here's how you swap them around. And has there been a raid that kind of the swapping mechanic and like it seems like the mechanic is woven into what you'd actually be doing in there, like. Obviously, it's a raid, and the fact that we're, like, blowing up computers to open doors, that's dumb in its own way. The <laughs> fact that you're, like, interfacing with a computer. and that's what fist. You, yeah, that's what you would do, in theory, to do something like this. I don't think so. I mean, the the most swapping thing that you do is in Crown. But other than that, I can't think of any other mechanic where you swap roles. In well, I, I mean, like, in more sense. broad senses, like, I... I can't think I mean, of anything, but like, yeah, I mean, it's one. Th- it's one thing to swap roles on an audible thing, but this is like, no, you have to physically swap a role in order to progress the encounter. Yeah, I don't think we've done that in Destiny at all since Crown. But the, I can't think a, of another time. But there may have been a D one raid mechanic and something, but yeah, not. I didn't mean the swapness. I meant kind of the fact that the swapping takes place in a mechanism that makes sense to the place. Then definitely, yeah. then definitely not in D two. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, no, you're punching a computer to swap this buff around, which, like, in broad sense, this is what you would do if you were actually, you know, working there. 
I will say that they did not finish the geometry in the basement because there, there are a couple of out-of-bounds places you can get through to go back up top. Mm. And that's going to get abused like a motherfucker once uh, people start doing all the triumphs. Sure. Think they'll patch it or think they'll leave that for the time being? I have a feeling it's going to be just like Ribbon. He ain't going to patch shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's spots like that in Scourge. Yeah, and they never fixed them. They're not gonna yeah. fix this. Yeah. Ain't no way. But That's fair. long story long story short, you're there are six batteries in the middle. And then you're yes. taking down security to drop those shields on them, and then you blow up the batteries. I Yay! was I was surprised, like once we got that room down, like I mean, like half the raid was new people, so we had a little bit yeah. of jank in our system, but like I was surprised how fast that went. Like you could in theory very easily get through that entire room in what, five, ten minutes? Five minutes. It's yeah. an easy, it's a quick run because the person underground only has a minute to be underground, yeah. so it's that that fast. Yeah, no, people are going to get people are going to get to raid time limit soon. In that, I think. Yeah, like how fast the raid can progress. I can believe that. Yeah, I, I I'm liking how this is another kind of situation where it's nowhere to hide, nowhere to run, kind of thing. Like it, it's the crown thing, which I know. You can't post up and it bugs a lot of people, but like it's like no, you're just kind of moving about for the most part, solving the puzzle, and then you have to kind of group up or shoot stuff for a quick second. Yeah, I think our day one it took us just under two hours to do that encounter. Yeah, we figuring, got that one pretty quick, yeah. which was yeah, fun. Figure, figuring out execution and surviving. No, and I think that's like kind of my running commentary on the raid is that it's not about who can DPS the hardest; it's really about execution. Where like. There hasn't really been, like, it's, it's why I like Scourge as much as I do. Like, Scourge has its problems, but Scourge is about execution. Like, it's there's not yeah. a lot of weirdness in that one. It's about how well you do the thing. It's like, no, no, it's, DPS is trivial. It's can you do, can you actually engage with the mechanics and actually, you know, do them reliably. It's not Riven. Yeah. Or just yeah, kind of that- all of Last Wish, in all honesty. Hey, 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 sure, Chi, you have to interact with the mechanics, okay? Yeah, that's the one part of that raid you have to interact with the mechanics. Kali? Eh, not in the same way. Eh, well, you yeah. ignore half the mechanics there still. Vault? Yeah, Vault. Yeah, no, Vault I'll give you. Queen's Walk. There's no way to cheese Queen's Walk. I'm sure there, there is. Actually, there actually is. <laughs> we just don't do it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's harder to fucking cheese Queen's Walk than it is just to do it legit. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind thing. of like saying, okay, it's like, what do we do? We run. We make this easier. No. no? <laughs> Hell, I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago, we were doing a Last Wish for fun, and it didn't take me into the heart when I had the heart. Yeah. It just let me keep going. I was like, oh, that's right. No, I was like, all right, I guess we're going to keep going then. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Yep. I have no idea what I did. This all, I'll take it. But that's literally all there is to say about the, the first real encounter. Of the yeah, I, it's a nice kind take of down battery, shoot batteries. Done. The, the space is just an. Int- I, I think like it's the, the, the gush about the environment you're doing it in. Like it's the first real deep stone crypt moment in deep stone crypt. Where it's like, wow, this is a disturbingly clean and modern slash futuristic thing in the Destiny verse. Like even like the Titan stuff, which was the kind of Tease of man, how high tech things used to be weren't this high tech in some ways. I demand more Roombas. Yeah, 
No, so you got okay. that. You go through there, and then it's like what I got. Quick you set see? of jumps down to. Well, first off, you encounter the. Um, we calling it the Whisper Statue. Like, what, what do we call no, it? No, no, that is Clarity Control. According to lore, is Clarity Control. The statue is Clarity Control. Correct. Okay, so you encounter Clarity Control, which is a big the ass darkness statue, yeah, big ass shrouded <laughs> darkness statue. It does whispers and whispers sweet nothings into your ear. I knew it was coming because of the day one raid stuff. I still was like, oh shit, that thing's here. Like, that thing is, that's a yeah. fantastic reveal in that raid. Which I, again, like, the amount of st- kind of ambient storytelling in the raid is, has not existed in this way in D2 in any of the raids, really. Where it's like, hey, here's a big lore moment just at random in a raid. Long story short, Xers are created with darkness and vex. Yeah. Yay! Which also kind of a weird way points out that the Vex have been around for a lot longer than we all thought. I mean, they from the lore or from uh, Garden of Salvation, they've been around since the initial game of the Winterer and the Gardener. Yeah. So they were in the before-before times. Let me rephrase. Vex and the Soul System have been around for a lot longer than... There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole Oryx timeline is messy at best, too, of when that all takes Billi- place and stuff. Billions of years ago! Potentially, yeah. But yeah, that- no, I, it, the, the, the kind of the hammering home of, yeah, the Exos were a little bit evil, which I thought was kind of cool, because like, way back when they were kind of building the lore for D1, the Exo lore card basically flat out said, yeah, there's a weird darkness to Exos that makes them kind of a little bit off-putting to humans, and the fact they like remembered that long enough because they've done nothing with it since then to be like, oh yeah, no, here's why. Like we 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 said this thing once and now we're coming through on it. Yeah, no, they're they're made with a uh, just small touch of darkness kind of thing is how these things work. No, there are some mentions of it on Nessus with the scannables. That's true. Just minor tidbits yeah. here and there, little breadcrumbs. That's just true. like the Exos Strangers story being done after D one, like Luke Smith said, and then change his mind. It's fine. So anyway, next yeah. encounter. Good old Atrax. Well, we got to talk the moment before Atrax happens, though, which is Tanix busting out of that pod. I mean, yeah, that does happen. Fucking curious to see that on our first raid. I did. I got, st- <laughs> I got stuck in a crevice. <laughs> and I just great. walked into broken glass. I really don't understand how you keep falling in that giant <laughs> hole in the middle. Yeah, like, you go around time. it, and you just fall right in. <laughs> don't even try to get around it. Just just sucks you in. It's a magnet for me. What can I say? So yeah, Tanix busts out of a, of a cryopod. And not like There's weird a... Tanix. Tanix the way you remembered it back in D1, Tanix shows up. Why can't he ever stay dead? Because he I has know, lower. no house. Well, maybe if you started renting somewhere, he'd have a home. Well, it, <laughs> okay? Maybe, yeah. But also, like the implications have been that Tanix has basically been an exo for a Fairly long um, time. No, 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 he's not EXO. He's not an EXO, but he's kind of EXO-like. He's mostly machine. He's cybernetic. Yeah. He's been I, mostly robot for a very long yeah. time. Robot, different from EXO. We gotta yeah. cut that line. No, that's it's fair. Actually yeah, that is completely fair. That's a fair distinction to make. Yeah, it's... I think even back in, like, D1 days, he was still more machine robot. than Elixney. He is robot. Yeah. So, yeah, he busts out of the pod, 
bashes on some glass and then fucks off. Seeing him do the forsake of the uh, Elixney scuttle across the glass is one of the most disturbing and welcome moments in Destiny in a long time for me. I'm like, oh, right, that's what they do, and that's what a big one would do. Oh, that's unsettling. Just imagine waking up from your pod and you see the six people that killed you before. Yeah. <laughs> How pissed would you be? <laughs> Three, technically, of the six, but yeah. yeah let's just say six, yeah. just to be... Just to be consistent, if you will. Yeah, I, it's... I think it's cool he came back, I, but I also played a lot more D1 than you two did. Like, I, I know we talked some kind of before the podcast, maybe some even last week on the podcast, but how they really foreshadowed he was coming back hard if you were paying attention in Aramis Kell's whole kind of set of flashback. But, like, what, what was that moment for you two? Like, I'm like, oh shit, it's Tanix. I even knew Tanix was coming. I'm still like, oh shit, it's Tanix. Uh, like, I'm more of a guy. It's like, give me a new thing. You did this already. Yeah, I never played D1 at all, so I have no memory or anything about that. For me, it's just, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, give me something new. Like, maybe Aramis comes back because she's only frozen in stasis. She's not dead. It's explicitly stated that she is not dead. Yeah. And I, when I first played the story, when she said prepare the body, I thought she was she was having her Atrax prepare a exo body for Aramis. That would have made a lot of story sense. Well, so what? So speaking of Atrax, yeah. so what is Atrax? Is like she an exo or what? She became exo. So when Aramis said go prepare the body, I'm assuming that she meant. Atrax is at this point now, some because how, that's how the lore went. Uh, but in order to prove that she was not her body anymore, using the mask of Bacris uh, lore card, it stated that Bacris cut off her face when she was in the Exo body to prove to Atrax that that wasn't her body anymore. Mm. So yeah, that's fun and interesting. Hunters get to wear the face of a of a fallen. Hooray! I'm okay with this. That's not body horror at all. I, I'm wearing the spine of a bunch of Arankara. I used to wear some boots of a monster that, that, That's what, that's one thing. But wearing something else's face. This is Leatherface territory. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just kind of glad we finally got here. Ah, oh, Jesus! Of course. We should have. Yeah, you need to pick a spot, okay? Well, I'm, I'm not thinking of other times we've worn our enemies as armor, and I'm like, I keep going back to, I'm pretty sure any time we got hive armor, we were sort of like putting our face inside of a hollowed out a hive body. Uh, that's still just, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Hate it. Wearing Oryx's hat like a hat. <laughs> By hat, I hate skull. <laughs> you kids. I... You kids. Sure. So uh, we got a we got a tracks a tracks a tracks a tracks yeah a tracks one I guess it is a tracks one that's the yeah. last name. So what do we want to talk about this encounter? Because you know, I, well, it's a rehash. Was... Kind of, it's a rehash of the kind of swapping around the buff. I, I think the the big cool thing is space. Oh yeah, the status up in space yes. is calamitous. Yeah. Yes, status calamitous. 
Do you want to make your status calamitous jokes real quick? We just did. <laughs> what if we wanted to continue the podcast and someone said status calamitous? No, leave. <laughs> I mean, it's just a meme that keeps on giving. It is. It really is. It, it only took it only took us eight hours on day one. I yes to not God. clear it. To not clear it. It was that's such a hard wall. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's I think that's where walk. most day one. Raids got held up as a track. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like like I told you guys yesterday, that is the hardest encounter in the entire raid. No, and I, I like that encounter a lot. I think like it's it's hard, but I like how it's a cool encounter. I guess in my mind, like, it's, it's a lot of yeah. Stuff I think it's really cool. It's, it's it's pretty chaotic, but I feel like it's easy to recover. What? Like once I think so. Yeah, because you're not the pretty... one doing the recovery. Yeah, I think the well, bottom team is not, not true. Top team is. But... <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I mean, I've been on top for I've been on top for yeah. um, the other two runs, and I think it's so. I mean, when we have people, when we're not teaching, yeah, it's it's. I it's, mean, it's still it's still a punishing. Oh, it's so fucking punishing. But lament also it's, makes it's, that encounter a little bit easier. I think a little bit, yeah, yeah. And, as long as you know, everyone, everyone times it right. Yeah. Everyone's showing off of their lament that I cannot get. I, mm, mm, real shame. Gotta rev it up and go. Yeah. Yeah, so let's take a step back. So the Atrax encounter, as I understand it, as the only person who's done it once out of this group, is you're swapping the buff to kind of see the real Atrax through a bunch of illusions up and back and forth between, we'll call it like the bottom floor, aka ground control, and a literal satellite. Like, this is the most space in some ways Destiny's gotten a game that you know involves spaceships. It's the most space in space. Yeah. Oh, definitely that. Like, I, That's saying something because the Dreadnought was all in space, technically. Well, technically, we're all in space right now. Yes, but that's getting too metaphysical. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> and on paper, the mechanics are pretty simple. It's finding the fake... It's finding the real Atrix... Atrix kind of amongst the frauds, hitting it until you go to DPS, and you're riding an elevator up and down. To, uh, what are you throwing out of the airlock? Is that supposed to be like... That, that's the replicant of her. So what is yeah. the replicant, I guess? Like, that's the part I wasn't quite grasping until okay. afterwards so, when someone said it does damage to her. So what happens is, when you kill the Atrex uh, clone, replicant, whatever, it drops a buff. Yeah. If you if you read it, it says Atrax One Replication. Mechanically, I get what it is. Yes, I, I read the text no, in the countdown. For I'm ex- it. I'm explaining yeah. what it is on purpose. So if you let that timer run out, it spawns another Atrax One, where it's dropped at, and it's also in the middle of its extinction protocol white mechanic. It's just another Atrax. That's what it is. Huh. So she's managed to kind of master some type of exo cloning self replication thing. Yes, which is why we launch it out into space. Gotcha. Can't get us in space. My one, com- my one complaint about the encounters, whenever you break one of the fakies, I feel like it should reduce the number of ones that are around. I get why it doesn't, but... It does. Well, it does, yeah. It does, it does that, rarely. Phase ca- that phase, yeah. Yeah, I think they should stay away permanently, but that's just... No. Bad. Nope. It makes it too easy in, in sub- subsequent one- runs, because... The second second phase, you're not looking for operators, and you're not looking for scanners. You already have it. That's fair. You lose that, then you lose any difficulty. I yeah, and I think it comes back to the idea of bring back a hard mode for raids, but we're not doing yeah. that anymore. And, so, and what and what would happen to phase three if that happened? You wouldn't there wouldn't be any left. 
I'd be okay with that personally, given how just chaotic that thing got. But it wouldn't make any sense because no, no, no more eight tracks left. There couldn't be a third phase. Well, I think that kind of becomes the conversation of hard mode versus normal mode. But yeah, it, to, you're, you're right. We don't have a normal mode, and we just have hard mode technically. Yeah, yeah we don't even have hard mode. We just, I just wish they'd make contest mode a permanent thing. Maybe but that's just me. I mean, you did play contest mode essentially at twelve thirty yeah. last night. So. Yes, you sure did. That's true. <laughs> You experienced what we did. <laughs> Fucking fair. awful. Yeah, so the operator gets to shoot off the buff of people just to reset the timer and open doors for people and send elevators back down. That was my role the entire time. And god damn does it get hectic after that first replication. It's a dropped. very kinetic encounter too. Like it yeah. we, we joked about it some kind of as part of the raid, but like it's a, we're back in a scout rifles are big in raiding all of a sudden. Yep, more mind cells, put them away for this encounter, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're... All about scouts and swords today. Yep. Making sure you're hitting your specific target. Indeed. And then ejecting people out into space just for fun. That's great. <laughs> I already know what I'm going to be trolling some people with the next time you start Absolutely. Yep. Oh, don't, yeah, no. don't, don't shoot their uh, replicant off their head and just say, whoops, bye. Or just throw the stasis wall grenade at the wall. Lock him out. That's good. (laughs) Fucking evil. Fucking evil. So, I I also think that it has the most beautiful fucking skybox out the window. It's space. There's some cool stuff. Yeah. If you you take like two seconds, just look at that in the middle counter, it's just mm, beautiful. There's nothing about this encounter I don't think is well done. Like, I think like the. The, the fact the pods are there, and like it's kind of stuff. It's like, what if I jump in the pod? Like the fact that you don't take damage when you're in the pod is one of the most merciful, but also like <laughs> smart things Bungie's done in a long yeah. time. We abuse that a lot on day one. <laughs> yes. Going up and, and down then if you jump. Health. Oh no! Just trying to get up the space as quickly as possible. Just drop, drop. We drop a rift or something. And then we wait for the pods to come down. Then we get the fuck out of there. Because mm. at day one, with the power that it was, you were not surviving for very long. Gotcha. And then uh, if you jump in the pod too early, like before it's down, you, there's a hole that you just drop down through. So you die there. It's great. Mm. Ah, it's a beautiful. Well, so and like I, I think we kind of exhausted this and kind of. So you then go from Atrax to the jumping puzzle, which is one of the most beautiful things in Destiny to date. I think. It's a spacewalk. Yeah, yeah, it's it's freaking awesome. Well, the music's great. The like the AI talking to you is saying pretty cool, interesting shit. You picked up. And the it's, big it's not the, the music, most right? punishing. It's not the most punishing uh, jumping puzzle in yeah. any raid. So it's it's like enjoyable. You picked up what they did with the with the music, right? Yeah, they muted it. No, they muffled it, so it's actually coming from outside that's, of a spacesuit for a change. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's it, what I meant. They, like it's. I think they also bump your jump distance too. Like I, I think you're they getting don't. some. Oh, it feels like you're getting some space jump. It really does. I think. I, I think you. I think there's some sort of gravity happening there for you. I don't personally feel it. I'm probably wrong. I, even if there's not, it feels like there is, and that's cool. Like it's yeah. And the gunshots are muffled too. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. in space. Feels good to be in space. Yeah, and it's. That's... It is my favorite, oh god, I've messed up jumping gear thing in that game today, just because it's beautiful. Like, it's this kind of weird, 
slightly derelict space station that you're just kind of jumping around. And space station, there's not weird flowers you have to shoot, there's not... Yeah, it... Pistons fucking you up? I, yeah. <laughs> Trevor's not there? Yeah. I miss Trevor. I Bring sus- back Trevor! I suspect he'll be back. And yeah. then at the end, there's fucking, what, Briggs? Mm. Yeah, but Briggs are fun. They are. They're Metal Gears. I like them. Yeah, it's it's fun, fun to have Everyone. ads in between encounters, too. Like, just not just running from space to space, you're actually doing stuff in between. Yeah, you're a little stress relief at that point. No, it's, it's about the jumping, but also they're shanks. Normal, easy-ass to kill shanks. Now, they weren't day one. I... <laughs> We're not talking day one anymore, Nero. Day yeah, one! I, I, I understand you toiled in <laughs> Nero is scarred. I understand you toiled hard in that mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twelve hours, man. Twelve fucking hours. Hate it. I get it. So, since we're at the end of what you... Yeah, so that's not time for you two to start steering, because this is the end of what I got through. (laughs) Choo-choo! What? I'm steering the train. She's steering the train. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) We're on fucking rails now. So, encounter number three. Panics 1.1, or also known as the Great Fall. <laughs> so, Tanix is saying, fuck the space station, essentially, and is crashing it with a bunch of nuclear bombs onto Europa. Yay! So when you're playing the encounter, as you go through and you're successfully completing it, your skybox outside the front window is going to change dramatically, because you're dropping from space onto Europa, so you're going through the atmosphere and everything. It is a fucking cool graphic because your entire screen goes like whitish, yellowish, reddish, and you think you're wiping, but like, nope, I'm only halfway done with this encounter. So, how do we do this encounter? Well, there are four receptacles near Tanix, and there are nuclear bombs that spawn on either side of the of the room. You grab nuclear bombs. Scanner tells you which ones to de- deposit in. And the suppressor shoots Tanix to make it so that way the nuclear receptacles are open for you to deposit the bombs in. Deposit it five times, encounter is done. It is arguably, I think, the easiest encounter. Yes. I would say it's it's easy until the the chase at the end. I left that out on purpose. Ah, gotcha. I, I was going to get to that. So... Operator doesn't really do much. He just hangs out and shoots one of the nuclear bombs for subsequels to make it not spawn. Because if there's three, you're not going to be able to deposit three. You can only deposit two at a time. So he's just there to prolong the encounter. Uh, Occasionally, after every phase, one person will get the deactivated augment. Which means they have to drop their augment and give it to someone else. Yeah, that's so a mechanic I really like too because I feel like it just <clears throat> it takes a, an encounter that could have just three people doing ad clear, yeah. and now you have to teach it to everybody, which I always appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, it passes off the role to whoever can do it at the same time. It's it's not that hard. It's just knowing okay, I got to be here around this time. Oh, I'm deactivated. Okay, I got to replace this person. What's their role? Oh, just doing this. Fine, done. No problem. 
everybody. No, it's it's cool that it's a non-combat phase, yep. I guess, or kind of mechanic, I guess. Doesn't Tanics, show up, yeah. Tanix has a health bar? You don't do any damage to Tanix. Not one bit. So, once you do all five of, of these uh, steps, it's deposit two receptacles five times. That's the encounter. You all congregate in the middle, and you drop down a hole, and then you run your ass off from Tanix. It's just a it's just a sprint to a door. Yep, it is a dead ass sprint. And, and don't stop for that ass. He, he's coming yes, he for that is. ass, and he can teleport forward and everything. It's just mm, it's not fun. Not fun. Then he gets to the end of the room, and the encounter is essentially over, and you crash into Europa. Hooray! So you spend an indeterminate amount of time unconscious in a room, and I like to think that you you actually die, and your ghost just rescues. Because that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, you get your chest there, and then you get outside, and you're back on Europa. Hooray! I don't know why some of us think that we've landed in the same encounter that we started the encounter in, because we clearly don't. But, you know, that's for other people to figure out. Who thinks that out of curiosity? Guyler. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I... I, 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 like, I would, like, my guess like was who would, in the clan just, is that wrong, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's gotta be Guyler, right? And yeah, it was. like, you... You start in Eventide Ruins. Kira, do you land back in Eventide Ruins? You sure don't. You sure don't. <laughs> but that's how you hear that. So you start the encounter, and it's Shanix the tank engine. Tanix fuses with a shank. Yeah. That's a callback to D1, actually, kind yeah. of. A radioactive shank. It's great. Nuclear shank. Yeah, whatever. Shank to Miss Prime? Eh, well, like I said, tanks to Shank Engine. Yeah. This encounter is just, you know, same old thing. Two, two te- three teams of two, a suppressor team, operator team, and scanner team, essentially. Scanner tells you where to place nuclear bombs that you shoot off of Tanix. Suppressor suppresses Tanix. Operator shoots um, the Tain fields that Tanix shoots out at the bomb carrying teams that you pick up. Deposit bombs in receptacles. Do that two times for a total of four bombs. That starts DPS. Uh, Tanix is in the middle of the entire arena and has a donut-shaped electrical field with debris around it. You, you jump into the donut. And you do damage to Tanix. Yeah. I really, I really enjoy the, the DPS phase of yeah. that last encounter. Yeah. He stomps you out, you jump back in, you get a second DPS phase. Repeat. And his final stand is easy as shit, because he just teleports from one location to another until he's dead. Yay! Yeah. I'm not sure it's a yay, but... I don't know. That's the whole encounter. There's nothing yeah. really hard about it. No, it's yeah, it's, it's... I mean, I think the hardest thing about the entire raid is there's just a lot of ads. The ads just don't stop at any point. They're pretty oppressive. No, by, by DPS time, they're not that bad. And if I can draw kind of a weird parallel, so I... The, the raid, in a lot of ways, sounds like a lot like Vault of Glass in some ways, where you had... There are some major differences, but Vault of Glass also had this section where the boss shows up, but you're not really doing DPS to them. You're doing kind of side activities. And 
there's some differences. It had a it has a fantastically deceptively easy jumping section where it's like, no, no, the failure price here isn't high, but it's laughable when people do fuck it up kind of thing. And it's cool they're kind of going back to that pacing of a rate, I guess. We've had some it feels like at least to me the pacing's been off in a lot of ways. We've had some just absolutely unbearable jumping sections mixed with some cool boss encounters. Like I Garden I don't like because of the jumping puzzles and also I think the final boss is garbage. But like the first three fights, um I think are pretty cool at the end of the day. Like, those three things have interesting stuff going on that I wish like maybe those were more of the star of the show. Uh Scourge, I kind of love unironically all the way through, except the Sparrow section, because the Sparrow section is just kind of a little jank, but it's cool to see another kind of redux Sparrow section. Like, it's... Last Wish, I just don't like Last Wish. I think it takes too long. There's some cool stuff in Last Wish, but it's also I think one encounter too long, maybe. Like, the Morgeth stuff doesn't need to be there, period. Yeah, it could be definitely one. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, here I am wanting longer raids. No, and I I don't disagree (laughs) with you, though. I think it's like my my issue with Last Wish is there's like, I got no problem with the length of Last Wish. It's the fact that like there's at least one or two things I can point to going. This doesn't need to be here. Like the Morgath really doesn't need to be there. Like as cool as Queen's Walk is, Queen's Walk doesn't really need to be there either from a things to do standpoint. Like doesn't add anything to I guess the overall raid and general sweep of things. It's a different sort of encounter. Yeah, and it's it's cool that it's there, and I think of the kind of superfluous stuff, it's the one I'd have the most hard time cutting, but, like, I, it's one of those things where kind of, like, the first encounter you have, um, I think, what's it, Kali, when you're doing the kind of various jumping puzzles, that one goes on a little bit too long. I think it's one too many floors. It's, just, it's like, okay, I get this, but also this is just kind of, like, a giant waste of time, potentially, after a certain point. Yeah. The puzzles in that are really fun, though. Yeah, and I'm not saying the puzzles are bad. I'm just saying that, like, it's... like You could definitely cut Morgath. I think the entire first encounter of that raid, you could also throw out and no one would miss it. Yeah. Like, it's it's a cool encounter, but, like, it doesn't really do anything. It's just... Yeah, the one thing up. I'm worried about the, the new raid, the Deepstone Crypt, is it's going to be... Like, probably after our fifth clear, we're going to be able to just run through it. Well, and very quickly. I think that's how raids should go. I guess like kind of going back to D1 raiding, the raids weren't supposed to stay hard. The raids eventually became a how fast can you bust through these things. It wasn't a matter of right. if it was I how guess that's fast. What, why people bring up like contest mode as yeah. a permanent choice. No, just and to, to give yourselves a little bit of extra. No, and to your motivation. point, that's where like hard mode versus normal mode came in. Where normal mode was like, yeah, anyone can do this, and hard mode was defendably hard up to a certain point. Like you, you got good at hard mode eventually, too. But yeah, I, I think like contest mode coming back as a permanent thing that like maybe is like, yeah, it doubles your chance to get the exotic or something wouldn't be a bad mechanic necessarily, or like it does give you better roles or kind of gives you a higher chance of the curated roles on all the gear possible through the game or like doubled up your gear, your gear drops or something. I, I, I would love to see something like that come back to the game. It's have to get real broad a field for a second like looking at vault of glass because there's a normal mode and there's a hard mode for that thing in my memory you've got me sitting here going like which one are you bringing back Cause i know which one i'd bring back but i'm also not sure like if you can bring that one back given kind of just how weird things are comparatively in d2 versus d1 for certain mechanics and it's definitely confirmed that vault of glass is coming back they've said it yeah okay yeah, yeah it's coming i it's coming back. They they said 
this season, but I don't think it's going to be this season. I'm pretty sure it's going to be next season. Uh, if I was a gambling man, it comes back at the end of this season, but is technically part of next season. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Going, going back to what I think, I, I might have said this last week, but um, when I went through Last Wish, I heard oracles. Yeah. No, yeah, the, I found some other stuff, too, that kind of hints at that. The fact that Clovis built a giant Vex gate. Like, yeah. The, the thing I look at is that the, the space that that encounter happens in the, the glass hallway, whatever it's called, that final well, room. What was that? Oh, oh, well, the glass hallway is the name to... Yeah, the, the, the glass. The, the glass way is the name of the strike. Yeah, the, the final, the final room for that where you fight the boss. Yeah, that thing is basically the gateway from Vault of Glass's opening. Give or take some, like it, it could be that or the space on the moon that gets you there, kind of thing. Like that's, yeah. But, but we're we're here, not here to talk about stuff that's coming in the future. We're here to talk about stuff that's happening now. But yeah, it's as someone who kind of has had an issue with a lot of the D two raids for kind of either feeling a little bit too long in the tooth or a little bit too repetitive. Like I, it's. I know Leviathan is not popular in our clan for a whole very legitimate set of reasons, but I also like Leviathan because it's like, it's weird. Like, it's. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed Leviathan. I thought it's a good raid. Well, and like, I think it's one of those things where I like two fifths of Leviathan. Like, I think the Costellum is whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, this thing's easier, whatever. I think that the Bather thing is a cool fight, and I think the yep. um, Gauntlet is cool. But man, does dogs and the other one I'm blanking on even right now just bath. No, I liked bath. Wasn't there a fourth oh, one? Gauntlet, gauntlet. Oh, gauntlet. Sorry, gauntlets and bath. I liked, but dogs was just like you could not do this, and I'd be fine. Like this. Yeah, dogs is probably the worst encounter. Um, really? I, like, I mean, I like. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's kind of dumb, you know. The idea it's of not dogs though. Is cool. The implementation of dogs is bad. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's also one of those ones where it suffers from like you powered through it, like you. You remove the tension of it by getting more powerful, which is not. And then the they added point. finishers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, yeah. That was I, a mistake. I, I think like eater, like eater is just like I, I guess it's a raid layer, but holy shit, is that entire thing just joke? Yeah, like it's that entire thing should just be the final enc- the final two encounters. Like it's like oh, we have so much stuff. Like, no, none of this is cool. Like maybe just one giant elongated like platforming yeah. could have been a better thing than what you had to go through. But you get shot out of a gun. I yes, that is a cool part of it. But like you, that whole fight, where it's like, oh, you're fighting a bunch of cabal. It's like, why does this even exist? Like, there's nothing. But, yeah, but but you don't get it. You're shot out of a gun. I, I imagine if you did all of that stuff, but like they added another platforming section and didn't have that stupid needless fight. But you get shot out of a gun. No, I know, Nero. <laughs> and oh, Nero. There's nothing to say about Spire. We haven't said a hundred times already. Like, it's cool in concept, but, like... No, it's not. I, I like Spire. I like it, yeah. yeah. The, there is not a good thing about Spire. I, there isn't on, go one to good space, thing. arms the, and bombs, the ball mechanic, and spaceships. Come no, on. Mechanically, no. it's cool. In execution, it's hot garbage. It, no, it, it, no, no. There's nothing good about it. I, nothing. I disagree 100%. Nothing is good about it. I want to hear about uh, the the COVID ghost, because I had not heard that story until... Hold on, hold on, rewind, rewind, because we're missing one important thing about the ring. Yeah. What's that? The end chest. Oh, yeah. Which I have not gotten to. So, you know how you're getting spoils of conquest throughout the raid? 
you get to spend them at the end chest for a specific, quote-unquote, specific gear. Like, helmets, cloaks, weapons, etc. Which is why you're farming them. Right? So you're actually getting a choice on gear at the end of the raid, on top of your normal gear. That is nice. Yeah. So they're learning. They're doing something interesting. Can you aim it at the the raid exotic, or is that just a drop? No, that's a drop. As it should be. But, but your other weapons, like the success and shotgun, and I think that's the name of it, the sniper rifle, all that fun stuff, I've, drops I've, out of that. I've heard there's nothing but good things in that gear, too. Like, the, all the things. Oh, yeah. Nothing the, hand, the hand cannon is freaking awesome. Yeah, it's a 180, I guess, apparently. Yep. And it just, it's it's really nice. Now you may talk about COVID Ghost. Alright, All right. so yeah, we got we got a couple other things in our docket that just kind of we unearthed after possible conversations last week, and I, I think the funniest one was for not knowing about a loot cave. There was a loot cave that came back, but it's already gone, so nothing more to say there kind of thing. Um, we talked about, I You've now done the mission, I assume, by now, Kira, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For those unclear, what we're talking about, there's a mission where uh, the ghost, uh, your ghost, is imitating Drifter as you kind of go through this heist mission. Which my only criticism of it was, I wanted Drifter to show up at the end of it and be like, "I was on comms the entire time, you fuck." But <laughs> I get why they didn't. Pretty awesome. Yeah. No, and so probably the explanation of why that whole thing happened was COVID. Like the guy that the, the person that. Voices Drifter could not safely get into Durvor, do voice lines, so this was their kind of workaround of it. And would it have been cool for Drifter to be talking through that entire thing? Absolutely. But it yeah. also, I think, explains, and I think we talked about some, there's like, it feels like there's some spaces where they wanted to put more voice dialogue in and didn't. And in that context, that makes a little bit more sense now. Well, the killer thing is uh, they had to re-record the ghost lines because apparently they sounded too much like Drifter. <laughs> Wait, no, really? no, yeah, that what huh. that wasn't the first take. That was like, you yeah, I was gonna to say s- his, imita- his imitation was pretty shitty. I was not. Oh well, yeah, because no one north can imitate anyone. Yeah, it- they had he had to imitate Ghost imitating Drifter, gotcha. not imitate Drifter. He had to walk it back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like the uh, Mel Brooks Donald Duck Im- being an impression of Bugs Bunny and Bugs Bunny doing an impression of Donald Duck. Donald Duck, Daffy, fuck. I know what I meant. You know what I meant. No, but... It, okay, so the, the the story was, the mark of a good voice actor is being able to do an impression of one of your characters, doing an impression of another one of your characters, while also sounding like your first character. So Mel Brooks could voice Bugs Bunny doing an imitation of Daffy Duck, and do Daffy Duck doing an impression of Bugs Bunny. That's some... Three-dimensional geometry at that. That is that is some that is three-dimensional geometry, but that's what fucking Nolan North is doing, and why I believe in si- yeah. So in like six years, Nolan North is going to be voicing every character in Destiny. Possibly, Oof. guaranteed, one hundred percent. I mean, he already did uh, Cade. That's fair. Among other people, I mean, hell, he he didn't he do Batman in the Arkham Origins, Maybe. or was that? That's I know he else. did. I know he did someone. I know Troy Baker did um, the Joker. Yeah, I think they have the same voice actor for all that. But we're getting yeah. lost in the weeds. Uh, so, well, you guys were off rating. I actually did the New Light experience. I put that through on their notes. But I wanted to talk about that quickly. I I recommend doing that, especially if you didn't play D one. It's a pretty good intro to the game. I think like it's 
they do more in explaining the lore of Destiny in that, like, one-hour set of tutorials than they do in, I honestly think, the majority of the rest of the game in a succinct way. Like, it's very weird to have the game flat-out explain sword logic at one point, mm-hmm. which they do as part of that thing. Like, they explain the elixir, they explain the Fallen. They don't really get into the Cabal, because I found myself wondering if there's actually a planet, like, it's... Is Nessus the only planet you can go to that has Cabal on it at this point? EDZ. Yeah, EDZ. Oh, yeah, I forgot the EDZ. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, no, but, it's it's yeah. a good story. It kind of dives into some of the weirder kind of Guardian lore and a very nice top from it. I got a hell of a scout a lot of it, too, which I'm not going to complain about. But yeah, it's... I highly recommend running it. It was a weirdly good way to actually power up my character. They brought back like one of the best kind of set-piece moments of the game, which is the, hey, you're a new player thing, which I, I'm not saying do it this way, but I highly recommend running it after you've unlocked Stasis, because it's really funny being in there, and it's like, here, use a grenade, and you're like, I have darkness powers. <laughs> I know more than you. Yeah, it's... it's uh, Shaw's a great character, but you get to have some hilarious moments of Shaw being like, Oh, you're fresh out of the grave, and you're still there, like your exotics and your raid gear being like, yes. Celestial Nighthawk, go! Yeah. It's like, yes. I want to know how he got raid gear. This. Yeah. I want to know how he got raid gear. He has raid gear? He's wearing um Great Hunt armor for a couple mm. of those pieces. That makes from sense. Last Wish. But then he says, I really want to go to the Dream City. I. Like, you're wearing the armor, dude! Someone traded it for him, you know, NPCs yeah, exactly. can do that, yeah. You can't trade in Destiny, you know that! NPCs can. Shut up. I... Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I... I... Don't, don't you come back at me with logic! I... Yeah, I, I think it's a kind of, it's a, I highly recommend it, especially if you like, if you are a D1 veteran, it's a fun little nostalgia trip. It's also just hilarious in the games, like, well, because you get the um, new player dialogue, so it's like it's your ghost explaining like what an elixir is to you and stuff like that. But I think there's even some veteran dialogue for it still, where it's like because occasionally overlaps with some of the veteran stuff. Where it's like, oh yeah, you already know about this. And you're just throwing darkness powers around like a madman. Like, yes, I'm new to this. <laughs> Randall the Vandal's back there. I, 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 I love Cosmodrome a little bit. Like, I'm, I'm happy it's back. It's, it's neat to have it back. I wish there was more stuff to do there, but... And that was always the complaint with the Cosmodrome. Yeah, I mean, but, you know... I, there's it's a not reason snowy anymore. I, I missed that version of it, but I get why it's not there. And they actually explain why it's not snowy anymore a little bit, too. Like, it's... The amount of onboarding they actually now do as part of a new player experience is... both shocking, but also, like, yeah, they did this at one point in time. Like, a quarter of the game way back when was essentially a giant elongated tutorial. Wasn't a great I, version back then, but now they have this. I'm like, no, this is this is solid. I don't like how they're kind of ignoring Rise of Iron, but hey, whatever. Ah, uh, they don't. They do? No, they don't. Okay, where's the Seven and the Cosmodrome? Ah, uh, they explain it but they explain a bunch of the zones are uh, cordoned off. They they like some of the dialogue you get when you first pop in that starting mission is they basically say, like, yeah, chunks of the Cosmodrome are quarantined. Guess I'm gonna have to go back through New Light to find that out. Yeah, they, I was it, it's pretty quick, sure that it's they're a, ignoring. No, it's, it's a quick throwaway line. They throw it in at one point. Oh, throwaway lines. I, they explain <sighs> the Cosmodrome is dangerous. Like parts of it are under quarantine. Like it's it is a line your ghost says after resurrecting you. Again, little fun detail. If you're a veteran player, 
you can the ghost that shows up to resurrect you is whatever ghost you have equipped, and I'd highly recommend making it the most ridiculous ghost you can. <laughs> Cowboy ghost. Uh, I did it with the harpy ghost, so it's the harpy ghost resurrecting <laughs> a new player, good. and I was just like, I have, I'm like, I, I'm so I do bad. mine in the floaty. Yeah. The water floaty. <laughs> the, the sunglass would make a good, it would make a good one for this. Like any, like just find your most ridiculous ghost, do this with it. You'll thank me for it, kind of thing, because it's, it's there explaining. It's like because it's new experience, and they bring in your ghost, but it's also like this epic, ridiculous Same. ghost, and you're like, okay, I guess I got a cool ghost. Uh, there's Ex- still so much to talk about. Too. There is. We got more weeks to talk about it. I think. Like it's like, what more do you want to cover? I guess at this exact point in time, like I feel like we're probably gonna do a full spoilers of Europa next week because we're starting to run long at this point too. Like we definitely have. Plenty next we should we'll, save. Next week we should do the Europa stuff because the Europa yeah. story stuff is pretty much done because that's beyond light stuff. The yeah. wild hunt stuff is different. Yeah, and I uh, think we'll we, we have Iron Banner next week too. I think. Yep, yes, Iron Banana's do. coming. Yeah, so back. we'll we'll have a down week. Oh God, the down week. <laughs> it's Iron Banner's so, back. So next week we'll talk about the Clovis AI Banshee. The Bray sisters. Well, I, I think that's a good thing to talk about after because there's a whole set of lore. Like, so if, if you missed it, a bunch of stuff unlocked in post raid. Yeah, post raid completion. And I was not prepared for kind of how much they held back. Like, yeah, Empire hunts. The amount X, of the XO challenge thing. Yeah, I, the lament quest on its own is kind of a whole thing. That if they'd said, like, yeah, this thing's a whole quest item thing, I'd have been like, wait, wait, what? Aspects. Yay. Yeah. No, we'll get into that next week, I think. Warlocks are still busted. (laughs) Yeah. Poor warlocks. Poor warlocks, they got everything. They get a little (laughs) nerf and then they bitch about it. (laughs) I'm so upset that the the second hunter aspect doesn't have any fragments. It's bullshit. Yeah. You get your full (laughs) rent. Next week, Nero. Yeah, we talk about yeah. that stuff. Right, so, I guess kind of close this out as we normally do for this. Uh, what are you? What What are we chasing going into this next week of Destiny? Obviously, Iron Banner is back, so get those pinnacles. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess I, I should start leveling up again so I can actually compete in Iron Banana and not or, be or don't and just rely on the fact that Iron Banner is terrible and you'll get there anyway. Uh, the pinnacles, the pinnacles. You'll get the pinnacles. Got Trust me on this. Twelve sixty, yeah. Mord. Twelve sixty. <laughs> I need that number. I just dropped to fifty-five. I'm almost there. Yeah, I'm twelve fifty right now. I'm getting twelve fifty drops. So I'm I getting it. Twelve thirty something. You're doing great, bud. <laughs> doing great. That, and that's with artifact, isn't it? I think so. I think I'm twelve twenty something without the artifact. <laughs> Amateur. Played other games. So, we'll close this out, because we know what we're chasing. We're getting pinnacles. Yeah, That's it, what it's doing. pinnacles. Like, I'm kind of yeah. trying to get that sniper rifle. The, um, yeah, cloud strike. cloud strike. Oh, it took yeah. me six hours. Uh, I was hoping mine would drop on my very first heroic run, and yeah. I would just go to run Everyone would. Case, I, but it I, didn't happen. I was going to say, my luck's a lot better than yours, so... Yeah, um, Mords is going to get it, like, on a depth somehow. Yeah. That's what I got it on. You don't oh, need you to do... Yeah, the difficulties yeah, don't it, matter once you unlock it. It doesn't matter. Stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. do depths. Do a depth speed run that shit. You're in it you're in yeah. out in five minutes. And I should. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, I, I'm, but I'm also still working my way through all the aspects and stuff like that. Like, I 
Am I potentially actually farther into that stuff than you are here? Because I've actually been working yes. my way through that. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely are. That system is miserable, but we'll talk about it more next week. I, I, I got so many nice things to say about this season, except the aspects. And the morning darkness <laughs> quest. Faces quest. Oh my god. Oh, they are bad. Oof. We'll we'll leave you on that cliff again, yeah. won't we? Yes, we will. Uh, so yeah, it's Cloud Strike. It's actually fleshing out your stasis characters. It's Iron Banner for us, it seems, even though... Yeah. We think Trials will be back next week? No. <laughs> what was the joke? If they, they deleted Mercury and they accidentally deleted the, the lighthouse. The lighthouse, yep. <laughs> Whoops! Didn't think that one through! <laughs> Or did nah, they? I don't. We're not talking about trials. Fuck trials. Some people care about trials. Just not no us. one cares about trials. Yeah. It's an awful hey, me, game. Me and, me, and, me and Ward go in there every once in a while and get humbled, but yeah. we have a good, we have a good time. Hey, it's not so much even humble. It's like I'm here. I'm gonna get shot in the face. Yep. Oh well. well let's let's do it again. All right. Let's plug our shit. And get the fuck out of here because yeah. we got a raid in an hour and a half. Yes, we do. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I I, in. I'm Mordak. I can be found on most social media and on Twitch and all that stuff under Mordak, M-O-R-D-4-K. Uh, yeah. Nero, Nero Maximus on the on the Twitch machines. I'm going to be streaming almost every day next week doing random games. Hooray! And I'm Kyria, and I got nothing to promote. Fair Get enough. fuck out of here. <laughs> Who wants to close it out this week? I think we need a catchphrase at some point to close this one out. Uh, status calamitous. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs>